and welcome to Dumbledore, the headmaster of Hogwarts. I'm your host, Spencer Crittenden, coming to you live with Jeff Davis, who's taking a delicious and sexy swig from a delicious and sexy looking beverage. What what do you got going on there, Jeff? It's, It's just a water bottle. I'm just drinking some ice cold water. And is there anything sexier than water, Jeff? You know what? There isn't. Uh, if you wake up in the middle of the night and you're parched and you have some, a cold bottle or glass of water there, it, there's nothing better in the world than that. I, I mean, what's what could be nicer? What about the cold, smooth taste of a Tecate light? <laughs> That's right. That happens. Is sponsored by Tecate light. Tecate light. When you're all out of beer, Tecate light. <laughs> That's that. I've stolen that joke from Blanca Patch. Oh, uh, yeah, I've not tried the Tecate Light nor the Bud Light Lime or the lime flavored uh, brews. Yeah, uh, I don't like. I don't like lime as an artificial pl- flavor. If you have like a lime to squeeze, give me it. But like, anytime it's like, oh, we added lime to these chips or to this soda or whatever, it's just like it yeah. sounds. Hor- it tastes horrible. I don't know. T- there's a Tostitos chip that's got like lime and chili or something on it that's not bad but i i don't like a lot of extra seasoning just give me a potato chip just give me a tortilla chip you know if i want to season it up i'll find some dips yeah it's like no one's like oh man i was really hoping they'd invent some sort of lime dust to put on this it's like i wanted like some crunchy salt like none of this matters you ever have you ever had utz chips utz yeah what do you think Uh, there's gator chips, and I don't know what the flavor, pickle flavor, I, I don't know what the gator mm. flavor is, but those are pretty good. But then again, a little overly salty for me. It seems like they can't just put seasoning on it without adding an extra bag of salt. Right. It's like they got to balance it out, but it's like, well, I came for the salt anyway. You don't, you're mm. just, you're just hiding the flavor I crave. The flavor you crave. Tecate light. The flavor <laughs> you crave. T- yeah. I took a my senior high school trip. Uh, I don't know what asshole uh, organized this, but we all went to Mazatlan, mm-hmm. and we took the train. Uh, Kevin, have you ever taken the train down to Mexico? Not to Mexico. I've done a lot of Amtrak, but not to Mexico. Um, I don't even know if this was Amtrak. It was some um, some. It was like the Spirit <laughs> Airlines of of, uh, of rail travel. Oh no, Spirit Airlines. The flavor the, you crave. The uh, Tecate light of uh, it, it light. fucking is. I, I, I don't, you know what? I think that's too mean to Tecate light. <laughs> I think that is a little too pejorative. But we okay, got on the this, frontier. I, I think it was like, for well, frontiers, pretty fucked too. <laughs> um, frontier and Spirit Airlines are airlines you fly once. Yeah. Because you're right. thrilled thrilled to have made it home alive i think that's their whole business model is like we appeal to customers who are like oh there's this cheaper airline i've never heard of this before and then you know who then don't go on to google what the airline is before they book tickets i mean it's well tilled soil to make fun of spirit airlines most most comedians already have but uh man i took a flight to san juan puerto rico and uh as we were coming in for landing, I was on the aisle. My friend Daniel, who I was traveling with, was in the middle seat. And there was a guy who was from Puerto Rico on the window. And as we're coming mm. in for d- descent, he looks out the window and goes, no, 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 no. 
no, 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 no. And the plane throttled back up. Take two. And the captain came on with kind of a giggle, you know, kind of an embarrassed chuckle. Like, okay, everybody, let's do that one more time. Fucking wow. That's awesome. I, you know, you don't get free food. You don't get free snacks or beverages on Spirit. They will sell you beverages. Yeah, they'll sell you water, though. You can get combos, which is funny. It's like the only airline that has combos is like Spirit Airlines. But but yeah, I was I've taken Spirit once and the flight attendant, you know, was going down the aisle asking if people wanted snacks and stuff. And the flight attendant comes to me and just like punch. And I'm like, no, no, I'm good. And then he's like five dollars and i'm like yeah. no i i no i'm good i don't want anything and then he any he, um he's like no it's five dollars for me not to punch you and <laughs> oh, uh so, shit yeah wow that's a weird that's a weird pay. that's a weird corporate policy <laughs> that's how that's how they that's how spirit like makes such low flight costs you know they charge you for they charge you for baggage they charge you for legroom they charge you to not be punched by the flight attendants you know all these savings like they add up yeah, yeah. Th- th- there's like a like a mafioso guy comes over and like like asks you for insurance money. You know, so hey, you know, it'd be so, it'd be pretty terrible if something happened to your baggage on the, during the flight. You yeah, know? that's the baggage check. The baggage check guy's like, that's an awful nice suitcase. It would be a shame if someone were to lose it. Yeah. So, sorry to all of our Italian American <laughs> listeners, and also speaking of our listeners, welcome Hapuccinos. Uh, it's it's that happens, and uh, I'm gonna drink a nice refreshing glass of water. Oh yeah, um, taste that water. Sorry, I missed the last show, but I um I, I understood it was quite funny. Oh no, there was no show. We can't do the show without you. Are people telling you we did a show last week? I went on the Discord, and I rarely do. And I went on there, and people seem to have uh, dug it. Oh no, no, no! Record episode was recorded. Um, no need to go and listen to it. And if you find anything, you know, we were all we were all very nice. We were all very nice the whole time. <laughs> But That's we good. didn't record anything. You did. Yes, you did. <laughs> so uh, so take, what was take, uh, you we're, went we're on a trip, right? We're, what we're, was what was the trip you went on? Oh well, I had a little staycation uh, in Los Angeles at the Soho Warehouse, and it was uh, somebody had paid for the rooms, and uh, it was it was just really nice to. I I just really I miss traveling and I miss hotels. I mm-hmm. love hotels. And I had the opportunity to go do this thing, and I was like, "Sorry, I'm. I, I needed to decompress, and I was having kind of a, kind of a shitty couple of days. Nothing, nothing awful, but it was just really nice to, uh, to not do shit and to, uh, and to just relax and stuff." I could dig it. Yeah, I like hotels. I like uh, I like the continental breakfast at a hotel or like a breakfast buffet where they have this whole thing. And it's a whole thing, and all it is bacon. There's just only bacon in this whole thing, and it's like I could eat that whole thing of bacon, and no one could tell me to stop. I can't um, do the hotel breakfast bu- buffet because there's kids every fucking where. <laughs> it's a thousand screaming children, and the eggs are soggy, and I can't eat the pile of bacon. And uh, right. I mean, I'll, I'll do it if you're in the middle of nowhere and there's no other breakfast options. But my favorite thing on the road is to yelp up a storm and find out where the nearest awesome breakfast sandwich is, like an egg sandwich. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I don't like eating in the hotel. Uh, I mm-hmm. rarely eat inside a hotel. I, I'd rather yeah, I, uh, hit, hit the road. I don't like hotel restaurants, but the breakfast is just, you know, the opportunity to eat literally like five pounds of bacon for $20 or something is yeah. quite the opportunity. 
Also, room room service to me, unless unless you're staying at somewhere like absolutely amazing, but like if you're just in a regular hotel, eating room service to me is so depressing. You're eating at an office desk where business people, you know, <laughs> you know, look on laptops and there's that sad coffee machine and you got the fucking shitty TV on that the remote never works and you're just sitting there having eggs or a grilled cheese sandwich or whatever you got. And I find it like hugely sad. Well, the best you can get there from from like a hotel food, like room service is like a $40 hamburger. And like anything like below that is like just a worse experience. And that's not even a good experience. It's like it feels like you're getting punched. And if you want French fries, here's the problem with French fries. They don't travel good in a a, a steam tray. By the time they're at your room. You got some soggy ass fries, and uh, not good. That was what they called me in high school. Soggy ass fries. Well, soggy ass fries. Okay. Uh, yeah, the rest of my cast, all the other guys, they go straight to the room mm-hmm. and instantly order room service, and I instantly drop my bag and bone out and go in search of uh, like something local and something new. Because if I have one more shit grilled cheese as a vegetarian because they also they, you, what do they have like a pasta primavera or some you know bullshit salad right. no and no, grilled no. cheese is easy to do well but no one does no. people choose cheese, to not I, I made a grilled cheese the other day that i learned a new trick that I, that a chef friend of mine told me and it's it really took it to the next level i'm, I'm sure everybody listening already knows this but it was new to me um, instead I'm going to write this trick down. I'm going to write it down. Instead of buttering okay, the ahead. pan or buttering the outside of your bread so you get the nice buttery crispiness of the, of the outside of the bread while you're grilling up the cheese, um, mayonnaise. Yes, Throw, that was what I wrote down. It's amazing. It's it, it took it to the next uh, next street, man. It was it was it was where it was at fucking incredible and it doesn't seem like it would work but it really does um but wait weren't you telling the story that you were on a train i feel like i derailed you from that much like oh, yeah. the train we're, we're, hopefully didn't in the story no, no, no. uh segues and uh and, and tangents is uh are, are always welcome uh so a bunch of us uh, high school assholes from whittier california get on a train with a bunch of other high school assholes that are also going to mazatlan for I don't know. Oh, five days. I don't. I don't know how long we we're supposed to be there. It seemed like an eternity. Kevin, you've been to Mazatlan. I would. I would reckon, right? No, I haven't. I, I've always wanted to, but I've never have. No. I, I, this was 1991. I don't know if it's gotten any better. I'm. I'm. I'm going to imagine it has because it wasn't. It's not my favorite uh, resort destination in Mexico. But the the train ride was an enormous bummer. And it was hot. There was no air conditioning. I think it was like 20 hours, 22 hours. It was the it was a, like a day of travel. Wow. There were some kind of rough customers on there. There were some other guys that were, that were, that were our age, but they were like kind of like like pretty like pretty hardcore like cholo guys, like like you know you wouldn't want to fuck with. Um, there was a couple scorpions just at large under the seats. <laughs> so everybody had their feet up the whole time because there was scorpions the size of kittens uh, just scuttling about. And the only refreshment, this is why it's, it's two things in one. It's, it's, it's the sadness of Spirit Airlines customer service. And uh, the, the only thing they had to drink was not, not warm, hot Tecate. Tecate is not great ice cold. It's not the worst beer in the world. 
But a hot tecate is not what is not where the pate is at, and uh, that's all we had the whole time. People were puking out the window, and then we would pull into a station. And because of the puke and the dust, there would just be puke racing stripes down the side of the train. <laughs> it was nasty. And it was roasting hot. And uh, I, I did my thing with my friend, uh, Matt, and uh, where I would race people as I could drink a beer faster than anybody, like a shotgun or chug it or out of a glass. And I Ugh. used to hustle people at parties like to bet them who could drink a beer faster. Because mm-hmm. I could shotgun a beer like in under a second. It would just be like, that would be it. And so we start doing it, and then these big tough guys, they want to get in it. Now money's coming out, and I'm kicking everybody's ass. <laughs> and also, I had the, the tolerance back then. It was, what was I, just 16? I was 16 years old? Wow. No, yeah, not quite 17. Maybe I was 17. Um, I could just drink and drink and never get drunk, and I weighed nothing. Uh, and I started winning a bunch of money and then realized I had 12 hours left on a train full of tough guys. <laughs> right, so, right, uh, right. I magnanimously gave everybody their money back because I didn't want to die on that train. And then we get to Mazatlan mm-hmm. and uh, half of my friends got like pneumonia immediately. So they were bedridden. Then you go out into Camarona Bay, Camarones Bay, Shrimps Bay. Sure, Shrimps Bay. And... Everybody swam out there, even though there was a thousand signs saying jellyfish warning. They all went out there to go swim. They all got stung, like, all over their bodies with jellyfish. Um, I was at the bar, happily drinking. I bet they had to pull together some sort of piss fiesta. Oh, yeah. I, I, it was, I was on pee patrol. I was peeing on people <laughs> all day and night. You were filling up the bar. That's, that was your job. Yeah, I, was, I had about 17 Tecates with urinate on a friend go back to the bar. There was a dude in, in our high school named uh, Jorge, and I never really knew what he did, but I felt like he was pretty connected because he would, he would get in trouble and get out of trouble. He'd go to jail and get out of jail. Like, he had some pull somehow. He's the guy, for Har- Harmontown listeners, he is the one that came out of the bar luckily and saved me from getting my ass kicked by the cactus brunch. Uh, cac- <laughs> the cactus bunch. The cactus brunch, by the way, on Spirit Airlines is, uh, is the flavor <laughs> I think you crave. It's a uh, potted cactus. It's just cactus, a potted cactus. I want to go to the cactus brunch. Yeah. I'm going to open a, uh, a East Whittier-themed gang's uh, brunch restaurant called Cactus Brunch. Yeah. Uh, but brunch also has a K in it for some reason. <laughs> it's brunk. like brunk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's brunch. We, 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 we get to, uh, to Mazatlan and there's some guys that greet us in like pickup trucks and they're like, oh, you're friends of Jorge. Hop in the car. Like, we'll take you wherever you want to go. Any restaurant you want to go. And they were like, like treating us like absolute royalty. Do you want to go on a boat? We'll make anything you want. And uh, they got us right into clubs. Like where there was a bit like a 200 person line, we would get right to the front. And then oh, one nice. bouncer didn't let us in. And Jorge was not, not a very big guy. He was like, let me get the manager. And the manager came out and fired the dude for <laughs> even get, getting in this dude's hair. Because I think wow. his dad was uh, very uh, connected to, to the mob down there. But I, th- th- again, mm-hmm. these are only assumptions. Um, I saw him again at our like 10 year high school reunion. He, he's, a, he's an awesome dude. Uh, and, he, and he saved me from getting my ass kicked by a bunch of assholes in green bandanas. Yeah, he sounds a lot like you. I don't have the connections, though. I don't have the, I don't have the street hookups. 
sure. But you invent them. You forge them with your bare hands, Jeff. Yes. And they will kill. <laughs> It'll kill. That's, that's the forge and fire reference that you were all waiting for. Um, oh, yeah. That's what this podcast should become is a forged and fire rewatch podcast. <laughs> I'd fucking do it. I, uh, I do enjoy that show. Uh, I like that if you're not familiar, listeners, with Forged and Fire, it's like Chopped, the cooking show, or Iron Chef, but uh, people make uh, knives or swords, and they, and they compete in the, to see whether or not uh, it will chop, and it will cut, and it will kill. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's a very, very uplifting show. Like you, you, I, I expected when I first watched it that everybody would be kind of a bro-y asshole, like macho and ye- yell a lot. They're actually mm-hmm. really like supportive and kind and funny, and they really want everyone to succeed. Because I think wait a, a second, big- isn't that wouldn't that ruin any drama and in in pulse pounding action of the show? How can you have a reality show without just artificially pumping up the stakes and drama to eleven until my head explodes? That doesn't make any fucking sense. They, they do do the one thing that's so predictable, and I, I don't and I don't think that there is a single reality show ever or in existence that doesn't do the thing where you know it's going to commercial because the music starts to cr- crescendo and the drums go the moment I hear the crescendo I just hit fast forward because yeah, there's yeah. no way they're not going to commercial mm-hmm. I hate it <laughs> but uh, Fortune Fire is, is, is good fun it kind of makes me I don't know I don't want to if I had like if I lived out in a rural area and I had a big ass like barn I might get into bladesmithing I, 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 yeah. It seems like it seems hot. I don't, I don't like the heat. Yeah. I'd have to live somewhere chilly where you wanted to be in the forge. Yeah, my friend made a forge out of like a propane tank one time, and uh, we, we tried to do some very rudimentary blacksmithing. Never got very far, but we made like tongs. We made like a you know anvil tongs so we could like pull stuff in and out of the of the the forge and stuff. Well, well, but, that's smart forging because then you have tools that you can use while you're forging other things. You start mm-hmm. you start with the tongs. That's like what Dan was doing with his wood shop. But, uh, oh, wait, wait, oh, shit. What were you talking about? Fuck. It was about, God damn it. I had the coolest thing to talk about. It wasn't very cool. God damn it. I lost <laughs> it, it though. It will come yeah. back to you. If you love something, let it go. Yeah, Forged in Fire. Okay, I know what I was going to say. It's nice that these shows that aren't just super, like Great British Bake Off is the same way, you know, where it's not just like super cutthroat. It's like, it's a good show. Without having to like force all this stuff, you know, like, so I assume Forge and Fire is like the same way. It's like, what if we just watch them make the knives and wouldn't that be a fun show? It's like, yeah, this is a good show. You don't have to really kind of like Gordon Ramsay kitchen nightmare everything. I don't know. I talked to some crazy lady at at the drawing room like a week or two ago. She was crazy. Mm -hmm. I don't even think it was drunk crazy. I think she was just a little, a little kooky. And she barged her way into my conversation with whoever I was with. And I I find out later on, like early on, that she works in reality TV show. And she works, she's like, I work on a certain cooking show. Mm -hmm. And she's being very coy about it. And I'm like, like would it be one that we know? And she goes, yes, it'd be one that you know. It's it's like the cooking show. I'm like, Mm -hmm. is it Iron Chef? And she's like, I'm I'm not going to say. And... I my first question is is it all bullshit? Like there's no way they open up a basket and start cooking a fucking 
you know, creme brulee and whatnot. And she goes, oh, no, it's complete bullshit. They, they already know it's in the basket. They've already put recipes together. They've already thought about it. They already know where shit is in the kitchen. So all that spirit of like scrambling around and trying to find their way, like, it's, it's all uh, malarkey. As on this judge. one show that we don't know which it is but maybe was, all the rest are real and only that mystery show is fake now i asked her i was like but what about like chopped and you know like that and she's like she's like no it's, it's like it it's not a surprise when they when they see the ingredients and stuff like that mm-hmm. but i like chopped too chopped is the same way because because the, the the judges are nice even even when they're being a little bit stern about how right. bad the food was they're not being like willfully cruel or mean and stuff like that i don't like yeah Who, who's the real shouty fucker that like, had a had a show like you're gordon ramsey right gordon, i don't know is it him is it him i don't know bobby flay seems nice he does he seems seem like nice. a nice guy yeah but well, i mean okay so i just read this article that was about like oh after the success of ted lasso networks are in a buying frenzy to buy positive light-hearted content it's like who the fuck do you think invented the idea that we need this pulse pounding you're gonna kill my fucking mom in the middle of the show kind of television landscape where everything gives you a fucking heart attack like they invented the need to do that and to ratchet that up and now they're like wait a second not doing that works what a brilliant thing it's like oh wow you realize that you were wrong for a subsection of your life like that's all networks ever fucking do is just be wrong about what makes something successful or not it pisses me off because i've always my whole life i've been like why don't they just have light-hearted television where people mostly have like a good time i watch a lot of anime where the stakes are just non-existent and it's a great you know you're watching great shows and it's not like you're like oh i wonder what's you know who's gonna get ruined it's just it's great television and, and, and when but, you and when you make a documentary about mr rogers the whole world falls in love with it because i I don't think i don't think it's just because of nostalgia i think it's because oh like there used to be um a little bit of calm a little bit of uh heart you know like exactly i totally agree with what you're saying yeah i mean but that's the thing mr rogers was great i used to watch mr wizard as a kid which was really great it was like science but it was just really pleasant you know just we we've just completed it's been such a void like having a lack of pleasant television it's so great that they want it again um you know, i used, maybe I used I to watch fat something. albert fat albert and picture pages with uh with, no not, not picture pages what was the bob my bill cosby one reading not real reading rainbow was uh, yeah maybe it was picture LeVar pages. burton right yeah LeVar maybe burton. it was picture pages yeah. I, I watched the Cosby ones mostly for the uh, for the underage assault. <laughs> I can insult him because he's quite dead. <laughs> Is he? I think he died, didn't he? No. Or is he just in jail? No, he got out of jail. He's out of jail. Shit. Now I'm the opposite of dying. He got away. He got away with it. Yeah, it's who, fucked up. But he was convicted of it. So I'm not speaking too out of school. Yeah, he was he was he was. Or, 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 were, were all of his safe. charges were all of his charges vacated, or just just the one <laughs> that had him in jail? I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to think. It's, it's horrible. Someone should someone should uh should kill him in Minecraft. <laughs> That's what you say, Jeff. It's not illegal if it's in Minecraft. <laughs> it's I not a threat. Um, but yeah. Well, okay. So. So we got this soda. I don't know. Should we do the soda? We don't have to do the soda. I, I mean, want, Jeff doesn't I even to, have one. I don't have the soda. Uh, we've, we've established that t- three sips of Mountain Dew, and I'm uh, I'm like on <laughs> methamphetamine. So I don't know if my heart can can take it today. But Kevin and Spencer both have. What, what, what what's what's the new product today? 
Oh, it's the 20, 2021 limited edition Mountain Dew Voodoo, Jeff. The mystery flavor Mountain Dew that comes out at Halloween. Premiered last Halloween in 2020 with a mystery flavor that turned out to be candy corn, Jeff. What's the mystery flavor this year? We'll have it, to it, find out. Is, is it holiday themed or is this just a randomly themed voodoo? Or is this, this is still a Halloween voodoo? Yeah, it's Halloween themed. The last one had like spiders and pumpkins. This one has like spiders and like it looks like a Grim Reaper kind of guy on it in a haunted house. It's all right. Well, I'm yeah. gonna I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna make my guess right now. Should we all, should we all make our, our our guesses on what the mystery flavor is? Uh, sure. Yeah, you go first. Do you want to go first? I'm gonna go pumpkin spice. Pumpkins. Oh man, that could be so good. That would kind of be like the carrot cake soda, maybe. Yeah, but hopefully better. Uh, yeah. Is any, anybody online, Kevin, want to throw a flavor in, the, the, a flavor guess, and they'll the, win their very own uh, keys to their very own car? I yeah, I'll right send now. you one. We'll send you, we'll send you, we'll send you a Mountain Dew. Oh, yeah, we'll send you, get you a right. Mountain Dew. And we don't we'll even your... know what the flavor is, so we're going to have to right. wait till they reveal what the flavor is. <coughs> um, but, yeah. Okay, so I'm going pumpkin spice. Uh, what do you guys got? Um, I think it's candy. I think it's uh, blue lollipops. Blue lollipops. Blue lollipops. Look, they got blue. It's like a blue can. Oh, you're, so you're cheating. I see here. I'm well, I, I it's always cheating. Clear, though. I don't know if you guys can see. I have a, a bottle. It's clear. Does Since we're talking your... about cheating, I've already tasted it. So I'm really oh. cheating. <laughs> Spencer. Piece of oh. shit. <laughs> But I don't think it. I don't know if it tastes like blue lollipops. But uh, but, it, but but we can be certain that it doesn't taste like pumpkin spice. So I'm afraid not. I'm afraid not. Okay. I wish that would probably be better. Um. All right. Kevin's giving it a sniff. What do you it, smell, Kevin? It, it smells like sweet tarts. Did you sweet get that? tarts? I have gotten that in the past. Yes. Like this sour blue kind of chemically taste. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's, or like pixie powdery. sticks. Yeah. What, what, are, what are the ones? Uh, they're like sweet tarts. They're skinnier and they come on a little like you know like plastic roll up thing. They're like they're like a, Smarties. They're like a, Smarties. No, Smarties, Smarties is, is a Smarties in Britain or something else. But in America, okay. they're these chalk kind of sour kind of dusty yeah. things. Smarties in uh, in Britain are Ersatz M and M's. Yeah. S- Smarties can go f- fuck off s- straight into yeah. the. Yeah, no, it's All real. Right. I'm lying. Mm. I'm kind of jealous. So I'm, I feel very left oh. out of this. I feel bad, but I don't want just I don't because want I'm to. drinking Mountain Dew. Yeah, <laughs> I think I'm yeah. having a heart attack. I don't I don't know what it, but it's, it's definitely a fruitish kind of flavor. I think Is it like a it, Jolly Rancher, candy. maybe or Mm-hmm. No, it's, it tastes more chalky, kind of. Yeah, like it does have like wafer? a weird powder. Yeah, like Necco wafer. It's it's hard because it's like, how does the liquid be powdery, right? But it has this kind of powdery. But it is like, it is sweet tartsy. You ever have sweet tarts, Jeff? Oh, hell yeah. Never, when I was a kid, never, they were like my favorite. Yeah, I was never a huge fan. I was more I was like, you, you give me the chocolate, baby. I, I don't need that other bullshit. I want, I want, mm-hmm. I want, I don't, I don't want gummies and I don't want Jolly Ranchers or Starbursts. I want, I want Kit Kat. I want... You know, Reese's piece, Reese's uh, peanut butter cups and whatnot. That's some breaking chews, folks. Breaking chews. <laughs> Jeff is not gummy is not yummy for Jeff. I, I mean, no, I'm just I'm not I'm not a gummy guy. You give me the chocolate. Gummy ain't I, was, yummy. I was just right before we uh, we rolled on this uh, that happens episode. Pardon. Drink. Everybody drink. 
I uh, was going through my fridge. My fridge is a sad, a sad state of, of sadness right now. <laughs> There's a lot of. I, I had like an ant scare, and so I'm afraid to leave any leftovers out. So I just put everything in the fridge. So now my fridge is just a graveyard of to-go <laughs> containers and bowls full of soup that are just oh, like just three sips left. So I was like, oh god. And I was really scrounging, and I found hiding behind some sad uh, tomato that really passed its prime. Um, it was in a Ziploc baggie, but still, even even in the baggie, it was like, get me out of here. Uh, there was one of the two Reese's peanut butter cups still left in the wrapper, and it was just sitting there in the fridge. Mm. That's is this the it's like finding like a hundred dollar bill in your pocket. It's, it's, it's it, when you, when you when you find mystery. Sweeties in the fridge. It's 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 like Christmas morning, and especially a Reese's peanut butter cup. So nice when they're cold. Oh, you know, it got to be cold. Got to be cold. Yeah, I had an opposite experience where I got a Butterfinger and a um, and a Reese's cups, and the Reese's cups were like too hot or something. So like when they open, they all like ripped apart in the little cup wrapper thing, and then so I was like, I bet these would get better if I put them in the fridge. But I was just like a fat pig, so I was like, I just, I'm just eating these, and they're horrible. And then I finished eating them, and I was like, well, that sucked. And I could have just put them in the fridge; they would have been great. What am I yeah. doing? I, I the first uh, half of the of that of those two Reese's cups I had left out too long in my hot ass apartment, and I had the same thing. I just smeared all over the place, and I, then it's like I, I had the same thought: like put it back in the fridge, wait wait ten minutes. I I just ate it like a raccoon, I, and, and it was it was messy, and it was yeah, it was not ideal. I just and it didn't even taste the same somehow. It's like the texture is obviously going to be different because the you know yeah. melty, but the flavor seemed weird too. I don't know. I like a couple years back, I was rifling through my freezer and found like a three-year-old unopened box of Girl Scout cookie Thin Mints, and I was like, Hallelujah! <laughs> yeah. I was like, that is that's just a good find. I think we should you owe it to yourself. Like, get really drunk or high. And then hide Girl Scout cookies in your freezer, like 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 just like just for a rainy day, like just for a, like a, like an Easter egg, a surprise. Yeah, I I've had that experience before because like one year I went really crazy and bought like so many. I bought like more than a big box full of little boxes of Girl Scout cookies, and like like a couple of years later, I I found like that I had three boxes stashed in my closet somewhere, and I was like, oh shit, I'm having a good week. <laughs> Are you all about the Thin Mints, or do you do you, uh, you branch out? Yeah, the Thin Mints are my jam. I will buy probably 80% Thin Mints. I, I like the, are they called Samoas? Because the Samoas are basically like having a fucking like Snickers bar or something. And then I also like the, the S'mores ones. I mean, I like a lot of them, but the Thin Mints are basically the only ones I buy, and I buy maybe a couple I'll, of I'll, I'll, I'll get up on the Dosey Dose. The Dosey Dose are fucking pretty good. Yeah. They're all good. It's all, I mean, it's crazy. It's so weird how they're all good. Like, they just make all these cookies that are, you know. You know, you know what's been recently, over the last few years, pissing me off is that, like, I'll go to the supermarket and there'll be Girl Scout cookies for sale, but it's like the mom's doing all of it. Like, it used, it used to yeah. be like uh, kids running a lemonade stand and there'd be like a mom there. Or, you know, some sort of chaperone would be there. But it was like, it was the moms hustling people. Like, they were, like, barking up a crowd and doing stuff like that. It's like, no, don't, don't do that. Don't, yeah, don't, don't. and I... Go ahead. No, I'm, I was done. 
Oh, I and I, I I mean I I don't mind the mom being like involved like but it's like I want the kid like they're they're like you're saying it's like there's there's circumstances where the kids just sitting hanging out and then you do the transaction with with the parent and it's like whoa I mean I know this whole thing is some sort of like weird pyramid scheme so I can't get too mad but at the same time it's like I mean I th- th- I thought that was the point is that we're supposed to be like you know you know treating them as like business people and you're like oh we're going to do business do you want to you know what's good what good products do you have oh oh i got five extra dollars you know i don't know it's supposed to be like interacting with the kids i thought so but whatever like what, what is that what does girl scout cookie money actually go to to the organization or did they, did they all get to go to the girl scout jamboree or what like, like what's what's the story with the proceeds from that it's probably closer to the jamboree thing like i think it funds part of like stuff that the troop does but i think money goes back to the main organization too so i don't I it don't has know. to because know. they must make a, a zillion dollars on that Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it just, it's all, you know, it's just using kids for labor. Were you ever a Cub Scout or a Boy Scout or anything like that? No, I, you know, I was va- vaguely active in my church occasionally, but I was never a Scout. I, I knew, fr- I was friends with people who were Scouts and stuff, but I never did it. Kevin, you? No, no, I was the nerdy kid that never did any of that. Kevin invented the Eagle Scout. <laughs> Kevin's Eagle Scout project was creating the Eagle Scouts. I, I was always a little free. I was in Cub Scouts for like maybe maybe a couple years, mm-hmm. and I didn't didn't dig it. Uh, it, it. It's like you have to go hang out like in a your school auditorium or your, or some church facility, and you got to like. There was a lot of pressure to like. Like learn, get all these merit badges and do all this shit, but it just didn't seem fun. It just, it, it, it seemed like it, it. The whole time you're doing it, it was like doing homework. It wasn't like right. oh, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna learn how to m- make a belt loop or, or or and that'll be awesome, and I'll I'll now know how to make belt loops. And, uh, it was just like I don't know. And then and then in the in the room, the Cubs guys, you were always getting kind of hazed or like like shit talked by the older guys by the boy scouts and they were probably getting shit talked by the eagle scouts and it was it just seemed like a like a bunch of assholes hanging out like let's let's all go skateboard let's let's do something useful yeah all the all the what do you call it like the hierarchy and stuff is really off-putting yeah i remember sitting in my backyard trying to fashion a knot or a fucking i don't know i was making a uh a hat i don't know what i was making (laughs) And I think you're I just, making a hat. I was just I was making a uh, a ten gallon cowboy hat out of beaver felt. <laughs> Damn! <laughs> Getting your and, Hooper's uh, badge or hatter? I don't know. A milliner. <laughs> I think hat makers are milliners. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just remember being like, "This stinks. This is dumb." Like I could go climb a tree, and that would be better. We had a thing called Indian Guides. Anyone ever hear of that? No. Indian Guides was like the Boy Scouts or Cub Scouts, but it was like kind of Native American themed. And I, I really enjoyed that because like you like you made a drum and you like, set up a teepee and you would go camping and light fires and and also you learned about a little. I mean, I don't know how much, but you learned a little bit about Native American culture, right? Um, so I don't know if it was if it, for Native American people listening. I'd be curious to hear your thoughts on if you know about it. Was that insulting? Was that like like kind of 
like embarrassing or degrading that a bunch of non-natives were, were going out there and you know putting on little you know scout feathers and doing shit but uh, i really liked it and, and my favorite part was that my dad was the chief of our uh, our tribe or nation we were the blackfoot mm-hmm. tribe so you had all the various tribes and my dad was the chief of our tribe and you get into a giant like jamboree situation where there's a fire going and all the tribes are there and there's headdresses and teepees and whatnot and uh I, my dad was the chief i was little wind my brother older brother was swift wind and awesomely my father was chief broken wind <laughs> and it was never not funny every time he was introduced everybody would just cheered and laughed like that's probably offensive i was gonna uh, say but, yeah so if you're native american <laughs> let us know if that was offensive <laughs> chief broken wind it's funny yeah, that does seem a lot like scouts. I had like after school kind of programs that were kind of like that, but it, it sounded less sanctioned than, than kind of like this whole system you're talking about. My new friend that I've met uh, through Patreon and, and other Internet things, uh, Casey Scraper, who may or may not be listening to this. Um, her last name is Scraper, which I've learned from her is a fairly common uh, Native American name. And I hope I'm getting this right, Casey. That I'd like, like it was like a high-ranking person in the tribe that made the leather that scraped off the hide or something like that. And like, I, if I'm if I'm getting that wrong, I apologize. Um, but she's also related to uh, man killers. The last name is man killer, and that's the, it's a fairly common name. And they're they're talking about. I don't know if it's already going to happen. There was a woman whose first name escapes me, uh, but she's in the uh, in politics and. Uh, civil rights and government and stuff and she her last name is Mankiller and they're talking about putting her on the back of a quarter so we might have a, a woman whose name is Mankiller on the fucking quarter which I think is extraordinarily cool yeah the mank you know for short <laughs> I just like I can't imagine them like being pulled over by the police and <laughs> your, your, your last name is Mankiller and that yeah. seems bad <laughs> No, it's my last name's Man's Laughter. <laughs> yeah. What was my friend? I had a friend named Freedom and a, and a friend named Justice when I was in high school, and they, the, the cops never believed him. <laughs> I heard an apocryphal tale that someone knew someone named Lamangelo, but it turned out to be fake. Lamangelo? Lamangelo. The, like lemon jello but like oh. lemangelo <laughs> that's what i heard that's like that uh my favorite italian uh restaurant uh pizza restaurant uh called domino's i don't know if you guys have ever heard of it <laughs> oh man yeah, yeah. very italian that, yeah. that's a that's a, that's a dino stamatopoulos joke bad i like it oh okay but did I just did I write down a new joke? I, I think I heard a new really dumb joke that I, I quite like. Let me see if I can find this quickly, and then maybe we'll get on to some uh, to some D and motherfucking D. Yeah. Man, someone I was talking about I was talking to Mountain Dew online, and someone mentioned that uh, Doritos had this flavor, mystery flavor Doritos called Flavor X or Doritos X, and the secret flavor turned out to be Mountain Dew. They were Mountain Dew flavored Doritos. Wow, that's wow. 
But yeah, that's, I can't believe it's a shame they didn't come out when we were doing this show. <sighs> Mountain Dew flavored Doritos. That just the mind boggles. That just made no. I, I, the mind stops. The mind, yeah. The mind comes to a, to a halt. <laughs> the mind has stopped boggling. <laughs> yeah, you, the, my mind has lost its boggle boggle ability. Boggle.exe has stopped. Where did I put my character sheet? Oh, there you are, you little dumb. Uh oh. All right. Now, it's All been a right. while because we, we, I, I missed a week. Did, did, I'm assuming you didn't play any D&D while I was away. No, we did. Your character died. Oh, oh, oh sweet. All right. Well, let's it's go all back Kevin the, now. Let's, let's talk to uh, let's talk to Kevin for a while. <laughs> it is fucking hot in here. Yeah, it you got hot. central air. I have central air, but it's 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 not very strong, and I have air conditioners, but I don't want to put it on. You know, for mm-hmm. audio reasons. Right. Yeah. Man, one of the things that happened uh, when me and Kevin were doing the show is Kevin revealed that he. Um, he killed Goro um, from 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 Mortal Kombat when he was working at Midway. What? Yes, yes, I did. Right, you're not a nerd. He knocked over like one of the one of the titular characters of Mortal Kombat, um, like a model that they. It's like it's like the original model they used to which make one, the game. I mean, with. I, it's been a long time since I played Mortal Kombat. Wh- 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 which one was Goro? He's, he, he has he the forearms. The, the forearms. He was like, yeah, he was like the boss. Yes. And Kevin and killed you, it. And, and, and I broke and you him. Do, how large was the model? Like it was a, um, he was maybe a foot tall. Yeah. What was I, it made I thought of? I was being fired that. I, I, some kind of like clay polymer looking thing. Right. Um, and was it, why was, did I bring was, that was, up? Was it irreparably damaged? Like because you put Humpty Dumpty, Humpty Dumpty back together again? I mean, I later found out that it was previously damaged before, but I finished him off so yeah i'm just gonna throw up that's who i'm talking about there on the screen that guy um Wait, I, 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 I broke him before you knocked him over did you say finish him or what, yeah, what, what, exactly. what? yeah finish I, him. I should have i should have but no i did not but go, but <laughs> that put, would be so put, put goro back up on the screen i they need to look at this fucking guy yeah too there many, he is he's got he's got too many abs those quads he, Disturbing. He's doing the classic, you know, you know, I had to do it to him pose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's kind of palming his fist. Kevin, well, when <laughs> when Kevin knocked over Goro, it said Kevin wins flawless <laughs> victory. <laughs> I'm trying to think how with four arms you like put a jacket on or like like wash like dry off with a towel or something like that. I don't know. Maybe it's easier. Yeah, I just uh, what I think about with stuff like that is like how the shoulder joints kind of function is just you got an extra kind of shoulder blade popping out a little lower, like like multiple limbs and stuff always start to fall apart when you actually try and think about like the skeletal muscular anatomy. Usually, Uh, yeah, and but also like you you could never successfully put your top arms down because you've got Mm -hmm. lower arms right in the way, so you'd always just kind of be doing that, right? So then they'd have to like come out of your back or something, but then they're just what? They're just anchored to your ribs. That's fucking weird. Like it just, it doesn't. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I just, yeah, I, mean, if just you're, I think, yeah, if you're, if you're bipedal, uh, four legs, you're a horse, but you can't just have a, like a slender torso. You have to be elongated, right? Like it's, I think, I think millions and millions of years of evolution have taught us that, that certain things just don't go. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, the the big strong guy with four four giant arms that that's never really been a thing. No, to, it's, to, it's to it's, my knowledge, it's 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 needless. It's a hat on a hat, right? Goro wears a hat on a hat. <laughs> <laughs> he wears two hats. Yeah, that's his uh, costume. Yeah, he has uh, eighteen uh, <laughs> shoes. He has seven credit cards. <laughs> all right should we do D? uh yeah let's fucking do it um all um, i have written is it, what episode is this? is this are we on 27 now because i skipped one i think yes. we're 27 okay all i have from episode 25 it's very scant it says four damage crazy bees crazy uh, bees bo- box of 10 ingots and 10 electron ingots yeah electron ingots that's all i got um yeah okay that's plenty let's fucking let's look, recap for me because i haven't the foggiest idea where we were okay sounds good Last time on That Happens, our hero was being victimized by libel, slander, and all sorts of unsavory comments. That's right, Jeff Davis, not Fuzzy Knuckles, but Jeff Davis, the human person, was talking mad shit about Big Copper and saying he wasn't pulling his weight and was useless on the team. But our hero, who was not in the plane of existence to overhear this slander, I guess didn't note you know he didn't really notice it was happening because it was like in a different universe essentially but he would persist because our heroes were on a mission to stop the smugglers and stop them they did with freaking violence and swords and spells and murder and such oh man they killed him so hard then they found a guy named Kyle Day and Kyle Day is like oh yeah we're the crew of the ship how's it going murder bees oh wait no they're called crazy bees the crazy bees are coming the crazy bees came the crazy bees killed kyle day and sent our heroes into hiding where they found a treasure and then the freaking big copper the big hero of everyone's story and who everyone loves waited out into the pirate onto the pirate ship's deck to fight all of the crazy bees one-on-one and it seemed like he prevailed because he did he killed all the goddamn crazy bees all right but how did he kill bees one-on-one it was actually your idea um you told him to go out there and then poison ga- poison spray him poison gas him so he just went out there and was spraying oh so i i guess i get the credit you get a lot of credit yes all right thank you you saved the day well yeah i mean i it was it was teamwork it was totally you told big copper to save the day it's management <laughs> that's that's what you're bringing to the table yes i was the uh the pat riley of our lakers and i you know, <laughs> oh god i couldn't i couldn't think of a newer coach reference the, i had to go back to the fucking 80s yeah uh all right so okay. where, where are we standing what's the what's the situation so you would hold up into i think it was the captain's quarters um that's where you found a treasure it was hiding underneath like a couch um it was like a box of ingots they were electrum ingots which we learned are half as valuable as gold so it's like you just found half as many gold ingots which is still very substantial treasure um and big copper had just stopped um he just went out you heard him spraying all the poison 
you know you didn't know what was happening and then uh big copper collapsed on the deck you heard him drop to the floor and then he said the the bees are dead or something like that he, he collapsed in like exhaustion or yeah or you know dramatic tension <clears throat> is he injured so. or damaged you guys are inside the cabin hiding from uh, the crazy bees do you want to go outside uh, and see copper absolutely all right the crazy bees are indeed dead as i mentioned these are these are bees they're maybe like the size of a cat um they're spiky and purple instead of yellow they're like purple and black striped um they're big and they're dead you can see them you know twitching a little bit but there's just the the deck is littered with corpses and uh big coppers kind of lying on the ground panting which is weird because he's a robot uh hey big copper uh way to go and i i, I reached down and give him a tabaxi paw and to try to help him to his feet you help him up in a dynamic pose and he says thanks baby you know we gotta stick together we certainly do um who else is aboard the ship besides me johnny fever and big copper you know there's crew because you've heard of them and you talk to kyle day who's a member of the crew he was kind of like the envoy of the crew or something kind of the spokesperson that you had been talking to um but he died so you uh you 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 don't know like anyone else on the crew but you know they're down below decks and we do know that below the deck there we got some silk and brandy and wine and mining tools and some other goodies. We should probably go check that out before we bail on this ship, if we're going to do that. I have no intention of bailing on the ship. I mean, my, my question is, do we it, 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 have we scared this... The crew that are down, down below decks hiding, if that's what they're doing, um, might be talked into helping us crew the ship and mm -hmm. take it back into salt marsh and we would and we would cut them in on you know some of the some of the spoils yeah yeah you were mentioning that before i guess i didn't say that in the recap but you were mentioning that so yeah that seems like something that's on the table for you um especially because you know you did get a lot of money or uh, you got that treasure so it's like maybe you could right. pay them off the treasure but yeah you don't have anyone to talk to you are above the decks the the there was the kyle but he died so um and yeah but if you want to go below decks that's that's cool i do and i i holler out uh crewman where are you um you hear you hear a chorus of we're knitting it sounds like uh, a well-trained crew of sailors knitting is that yeah taking the piss out of me no it sounds like they sound like they're below decks but that's what that's what they heard that's what they're saying um i tell them through th do they all seem to be through the same doorway like all in the same room uh yeah more or less it's kind of I the sound is coming from a direction i yelled to them and said uh everyone that thought it was a good idea to fight us is quite dead um my name is fuzzy knuckles de Cavedo, and i am commandeering the ship i'm your new captain anyone here that wants to help sail the ship and crew the ship back to shore with me will be well paid and there will be no violence anybody who tries to get frisky uh will get a taste of some bad whiskey uh and then i 
I kind of put my paw on my hand like, like, I, like, like I, I could have punched that one up. And uh, so, uh, meet me up on deck. No weapons. All right. Okay. So you say those things. Um, you you uh, you wait, and a door opens, and four yeah, four crewmates come out, um, including one that has a uh, what do you call it? Like it's a it's a it's a it's three colored armbands. He's got a black and a white and a blue armband. And you know, that sometimes like a, a code used to signify um, like rank, like it could be like, it could be a first mate or something kind of designation among right. some sort of like pirate crews and stuff. Um, he comes up. Um, so there's four in total and um, yeah. And the, the, that guy says, Oi, uh, is that all true? Absolutely true. Uh, and uh, sa- sailors on it. And uh, he goes right. All right then. I mean, yeah, it's all good. Uh, what's your name? Foul, foul, frithel. How do you spell that? Fa- <laughs> I don't write. I'll just spell it like it sounds. Foul, foul, frithel. Foul, frithel. Oh, foul, frithel. Yeah. Yep. Uh, well, foul, frithel. Um, listen here. Uh, get your best men and meet me up on deck. And uh, we're sailing the ship full of all of its cargo. And uh, if we get back safely to shore, I'll make sure that you get safe passage uh, uh, to another vessel. Or but you'll you'll also be well paid for your services. That all sounds good. We never really liked that guy. Only one problem. The leader of the smuggling operation is going to have our heads. What's his name? Oh, I don't even say his name. He starts, he starts like vibrating, not even shivering. He's straight up vibrating, but he seems uneasy in fear of the shady character. Well, you leave him to me. Let's just get the boat back to shore. All right. Um, let's uh, hoist sail, mateys. Uh, let's frizz um, the mizzen and, and, and flim flam the, 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 uh, the main yard. Do something to the anchor. Oh, oh real, real quick, Fat. What, what, what was your duty and, or rank on board ship? Or, I was or a, a bosun. I think. Oh. Let me double check. Oh, the bosun's co- bosun going to come in handy. Yeah, like you get the sense that the crew, the 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 sailors who came up on deck, like respect this guy. Okay, yeah. yeah. Well, I, mean, hey, well, I, I totally know what a bosun is, but for our listeners who don't, what's a bosun? Oh, I mean, I know what one is, but come on, Jeff, you got a course. A, bo- a bosun's like kind of. Like, I think he's like right after like like first mate and basically in charge of like. I, I, this is probably all wrong. It's been a while since I've read nautical stuff. Uh, well, you, do you know we could probably look it up? Yeah, um, a bosun is very much like a first mate. I think they're they're often like I think the the first mate is often called like the first petty officer, and the bosun is typically like the second petty officer. The bosun typically if, responds to the first mate. 
but before I look it up, I think that they're in charge with basically dealing with the deckhands and making sure that the rigging yeah. and all the stuff, like they're basically like the stage manager of the deck and mm-hmm. and the lines and the rigs and stuff like that. But I could be right. wrong. But let's yeah. look it up just in case. Senior most have... rate of the deck department and responsible okay. for the components of the ship's hull, also known oh. as a boat swain. Yeah. Yeah, a boson. Oh, compartments the... of the ship's hull. So they're more in charge of... Uh, like um I, i'm typing in boat swain but it's not coming up how do you how do you spell bosun i spelled it b-o-s-u-n this is great podcasting ships have to charge of, 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 of equipment and the crew yeah okay um what you just said yeah he's uh, like the assistant manager if the first mate's the manager and the uh and the captain's the owner or the general manager or something you know all right well uh let's 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 get up on deck sweep some of these uh, fucking bees off and uh and 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 uh, and uh get underway all right you do that but then uh you hear uh someone from the the crow's nest who's apparently in the crow's nest this whole time and oh, just hasn't done anything says uh the vessel vessel and uh you remember that there is a rowboat rowing towards the ship oh, so shit. uh yeah you you see kind of like a grappling hook come over the edge and uh you hear the sounds of exertion and then two figures pull themselves up on board a dragonborn and a cloaked shorty a shorty in a cloak um you quickly recognize the dragonborn as old crunch and uh you don't yeah you don't recognize the other guy but crunch is like hey it is uh the party started remind me spencer what old crunch did or was or how he, we you stayed at his house he was he, he, you're like a house guest of his gotcha that's i think kind of the only connection i think he played mandolin for you or something like that okay old crunch what are you doing here well i uh i saw you i saw you you were sailing out and i was with uh, i was with old old aki here and he said we gotta go after you guys and i was like you know if they need help we gotta go so here well, we are uh, hey uh little late <laughs> <laughs> you you ain't kidding but i was rowing this whole time you must be exhausted old crush boy are my arms tired <laughs> next time try spirit uh aki nice to meet you my name is uh fuzzy knuckles uh, i am oculon <laughs> nice you see you. he's wearing a cloak but he kind of you can uh, you can see under his hood and one of his eyes looks red and big it looks like he has pink eye oculon uh this is big copper and this is uh johnny fever and uh frithel Ah oh, yes, your destruction powers are evident. Good work. <laughs> Can I ask Oculon uh, what it is you do? I am an initiate of the cult of the Big Cool Eye. Okay. Uh, I sweep that? the place. <laughs> what is the cult of the Cool Eye? Oh, you know what an eye is, right? Imagine the biggest, oh. coolest eye you've ever seen. Oh. That's the big cool eye. Cult of the cool eye. 
Uh, well, that's it's good to have you aboard. Uh, we're about to set sail to go back to Salt Marsh and uh, get paid. Oh yes, we must all get paid. We will get paid for all the hard work we have done. <laughs> well, let's yeah, let's not get ahead of ourselves, here, Oculon. Uh, Oculon, do you have like any like like like? Does the cult of the what is the cult of the cool alley? Like, what goes on there? You see how one of my eyes is bigger and cooler than the others. He points at his eye. It's like just leaking pus. It does it like it does it. He, you don't think that he's done anything. You know, he oh. seems to just have pink eye. But he's like, this is the work of the big cool eye. And you can have this blessing as well. I'm good. Uh, Fair enough. <laughs> uh, old crunch. Uh you just decided to come out and help us uh, fight and take over a ship? Aki was adamant. He said we got to get over there. I don't know what was what was letting a fire up his ass, but we had to come. All right. Well, let's. I'm assuming, uh, Fat Frithel, that you've got your uh, your crew doing the things. So I'll I'll um, I'll take the helm and uh, let's let's uh, let's bone out of here. Yerp 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 yerp. All right. Cut to your back. You sail, you sail the boat into port, you know, um, you know, you're not used to sailing, um, your own ships, but you know, you know, some of the docks that your that ships in the past have docked at salt marsh. So, you know, you just, you find that, um, yeah, and you can see there's kind of uh, dock officers and stuff that are watching you come in, you know, you're not an expected arrival necessarily. So they're, they're like, Oh wow. What is this ship? You know, this is new ship, weird, weird kind of smuggling looking vessel, you know? Um, but yeah, you get there, you land, um, you know, they start, who, who, who is the person that, um, initially challenged us to go off and, and find these smugglers? Like who, <laughs> there's someone that we want to talk to and say, Hey, like we got your shit back. Well, the person who wanted to go uh, deal with the smugglers was you. Like, no one was like, someone deal with these smugglers. You're like, I'm going to go kill these fucking smugglers. Um, But but you were dealing with the council, the council of olds. But but they're the ones that tricked us into going to the haunted house, which turned out to be smugglers, which which I believe they probably knew in advance, right? Or no? They didn't know that. Uh, They didn't trick you. They just wanted to to find the ghosts. But it turned out there weren't ghosts. The ghosts were a Scooby-Doo-like ruse. Okay, I hop off deck and say, everybody stay here, guard the stuff, guard the loot. Uh, big cop of uh, Johnny Fever, come with me. No, that's dangerous because then they could just fuck off with our gold. Um, I, I yell to someone on deck, is there a, a, a harbor master or someone in charge out here? Uh, yeah, an officer comes up and he is like, I'm not in charge, but, I, you know, what do you need? I looked at Johnny Fever and said, do you think it's a good idea to say that we've got, we can say that we found some smugglers and that we, we rescued a bunch of stuff from the smugglers and that we were, weren't we told we were going to get paid if, if we brought this stuff back or no? Yes. Well, you were getting paid to bust up the smugglers ring, I think, to stop by, the smugglers. By who? Mm. Um, by the Council of Olds. They said they'd, 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 they'd fund you if you needed some equipment and they'd pay you. Okay, I ask him and say, "Do you know the Council of Olds?" And can I speak to the top top brass, please? Uh, I don't, you know, I don't know where they are. Uh, you can, if you go to the council building, though, you know, someone might be able to help you out. Um, but yeah, what's up? Um, 
we we have something that might belong to them and we, we were commissioned on a job and uh, we it's a job well done and we want to uh, we need to speak to them first and foremost all right sounds good um we'll get a little get our guys to uh you know keep watch of the ship and uh yeah if you head down to the building uh i bet i bet you'll be able to get uh someone to help you out all right do we feel safe johnny uh leaving the boat like unattended i mean probably the stuff on this boat belongs to the people in this this village so right you know worst case they're gonna steal it back for themselves yeah but there's also the gold and the uh the other thing can we take the the ingots with us yeah okay yeah let's 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 hold the ingots for safekeeping there we go and uh go go see the council all right love it so off we go to the river uh across the river to the woods never mind Uh, off we go to the council you do go you go to the council and who do you see there but old hush money asleep in a rocking chair on the front porch i uh i kick his boot and wake and say oh wake up oh oh you're back how'd it go uh i don't know i would say pretty good uh we found the smugglers. We kicked a bunch of ass. We stole their ship, and we've got all the stuff they stole. We got brandy. We got silks. What else do we have? Uh, brandy, silks, mining tools. I think that was wine. It. Yeah, fine wine. Yeah. So uh, we uh, we intend on getting well paid for re- for returning all this stuff to Salt Marsh Salt Marsh Village. And Big Copper's like, that's right. This guy owes me 200 GP. Oh, is, that, is that what we negotiated for? <laughs> you bet, baby. <laughs> um, Hush Money's like, sounds good. Why don't, you, uh, why don't you bring all the old stuff? I'll have my intern bring it to the back of the council. Then we could find it its rightful home. Okay, deal. Um, it, is old Crunch with us? Uh, he's back at the ship. Do we want to? F- I'm worried about leaving the gold somewhere, and these guys are just like just jacking us for like when we when we bring them all their all their goods that they're they're going to take. You know what I think is right. Who's going to take the, the old council or whatever these you know right. old hush money? Mm-hmm. Can I can I can I do a uh, perception check on him? I don't know how much perception I have. I, th- I think Johnny Fever has more perception than I do. What are you trying to do? I have. What, Kevin? Uh, yeah, I have plus five. Um, are we just trying to find out? Like, are they planning on screwing us here? Yeah, just just kind of get a vibe off this guy if if if, if he's on the up and up. Uh, Seventeen plus five, twenty-two. Yeah, um, Hush Money doesn't seem to be uh, immoral. He seems concerned with the smugglers um because he thinks you know they're they're causing havoc in the building and costing people their livelihoods he's excited about the idea of getting people their stuff back okay well should we uh we've got a lot of stuff in the hold of the of the ship uh do you have some people that can help carry it back uh with us i got an intern Okay. Well, actually, no, we have some crew on board. We'll deal with it. Uh, we'll, we'll see you back here in a bit. And uh, no funny stuff. Uh, oh, yeah. Why, why would there be funny stuff? What a I, weird I'm, thing to I'm, say. I'm, we just dealt with a lot of really shady characters, and I'm a, I'm a little on edge, so I'm sorry. That's not a nice thing to say. 
Fair enough. You're more on edge than a damn crazy bee. Cliffhanger! (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Thank you, everybody. Um, Thank you to John. we accomplished a mission. We, we well, so far. I mean, we, we we kicked a bunch of ass. We we got all the loot. We uh, we got some extra gold and lacrimon, kamushi much, whatever whatever the other ingots were. And he got foul frithal. And foul frithal and oculon. Oculon. Uh, th- thank you very much, everybody. I hope everyone is all well and healthy and, and groovy and uh, not dealing with horrible, dangerous weather and uh, and. Uh, Oh, I just saw in the news. Spencer, do you want to give him the news report? Oh, man. I, I got to. Yeah. In today's news, it uh, it turns out that the Nazis are at it again, Jeff. Um, okay. Tiny Toze uh, uh, got shot. He potentially maybe shot himself. Famous Nazi. Famous violent Nazi who was just, you know, harassing and assaulting women right before he uh, the bullet entered his body. Um, and Richard Spencer his life is basically over after you know being a nazi didn't pan out so well so the nazis they they are at it again so there's 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 good news in in the nazi column sort of today Mm -hmm. if there is such a thing um all right let's sign off and uh, thank you kevin day and thank you hapuccinos and everybody for listening uh uh drive chances and and take fasts and smoke back salt what the fuck (laughs) Bye-bye.